any mother could have ever had. She, her, her mother, her, her birth mother is Jean Lumpkin, but uh, her what kind of mother? Not adoptive mother, and it's just something bigger than all of it put together. But Mickey Mangan is the most unusual Christian. She is the most unique individual that I've ever met, and my son is very fortunate to have her, and uh, I, I would turn on him before I would ever turn on her. I love her very much. I want to tell you what God's done for us. He's cleansed us already. And in every meeting, there's got to be a cleansing because we're in the fiercest battle that we've ever been in. And before you step out on the cutting edge in this militant, radical Christianity that we're involved in, say radical Christianity that we're involved in, and you're going to step out there on the front lines, I, I advise you tonight to get cleansed. Get rid of it first. Don't wait for all of the other speakers to come along and tell you you've got to go after it and get down in there and tear it out. Just let this spirit that's here tonight just wash you. And then we will see the miracles. And then we will see that that we're all praying to receive and have. If you'll let a cleansing. Say a total cleansing. Rid me of all things that I came here with. Leave everybody at home. Slam the door on everything but right in here tonight. And let's get another look at who we are. Get everything out of your heart. Forgive anybody. Get all bitterness and strife and animosity. And get all jealousy and strife. There was a cleansing that went through here a while ago. I felt it. I gave myself to it. It felt so good. I felt a cleansing. Nobody had to preach it. It just happened because you're hungry. So let it wash you, wash my eyes, wash my heart, wash my spirit, wash my attitude, wash my disposition, rid me of everything, and then we can rise up here tonight and go home to our little rooms that are so precious and so wonderful. Thank you for inviting us and providing for us. Thank you, sweet Bobby, for all that you did to retrieve us from the airport today. And her sweet husband, our luggage didn't make it. It just got here a while ago. They went. They got it. They provided for us. Sister White sent us our tickets. Everything has been done. I'm ready now to get a hold of this. I'm ready to get a hold of it. I'm ready to so poise myself and position myself that the Lord can get glory and excellency and majesty and beauty out of my life. And he can say to the devil, there was a meeting that brought glory to my name. There was a song that gave glory to my name. There was a woman there that stood when the devil was fighting her, but she stood and she gave glory. Hallelujah. You may be seated, and I told you, you'll be getting up a lot because I feel that you are hungry and that you want to get a hold of this. And as the end time gets closer, you're going to have to equip yourself more and more to understand how to battle the evil forces that are coming against us. And it's just a very simple thing. Lucifer was cast out of heaven because he rose up in pride to dethrone God. And he wants your worship. He wants your, he, he wants your beauty. He wants your excellence. He wants your powers and your abilities and your talents to give glory to Him and to serve Him. Don't crack the door to Him. Don't crack the door. Make up your mind in this meeting tonight. I've got a hold of something. I'm going to stand and I'm going to fight the devil. Wait just a minute and say, with that, with that, with my life, I have only one to give. I wish every cell in my body were another woman to help fight the devil. To help fight him toe-to-toe and nose-to-nose. Fight him to the end. Push it to the gate. Make him cry calf rope. That's right. That's it. That's exactly right. Bring his kingdom down. We're designed for that. We're tailor-made to whip him. We're tailor-made to chase him. 
were tailor-made to defeat him, were tailor-made to get him out of here, were tailor-made to get him out of our homes, were tailor-made to get our children saved, were tailor-made. Praise God. And you will understand that as the end time gets closer, you will have to understand that it is spiritual warfare. And you will have to increase your prayer and your fasting and your worship and your witnessing. You prove that tonight. And God cleansed you and say, I'll receive it. Amen. Say it again. Say, I'll receive that. Because the law of the battle, and if you want to read it, I'm not going to preach on it or I'm not going to teach on it. We're getting ready to go into something even more beautiful because God did it. But Numbers, the 31st chapter, is the law of the battle. Well, that's not where I'm going tonight. I just said that for the sake of the tape. I just said that for the sake. Say everything. everything. Involved, Involved in battle, in battle. Must, go the the must go through the fire and water of purification. And if we're going to be spiritual warriors, prayer warriors in this end time, we must pay the price and let cleansing happen to us and say it's happened here tonight. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 1 verses 18 through 23, if you would like to read with me in unison, and sometimes I ask for them to read responsibly, but I think that you would get more from it reading in unison. And those of you that are accustomed to standing when you read the Word, you want to the rest of you, if you're tired and do not feel well, we're not requiring that of you. And that is Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. And read with me in unison. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling, and what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us who believe, according to the working of His mighty power, which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, set Him at His own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under His feet, and gave Him to be the head over all things, to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him that filleth all in all. Jump down there in the second chapter, verses 4 through 7. But God, who is rich in mercy for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in, hath He quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up. Get this, say, raised us up. Raised say it again, say, He's raised us up. Yes, He has, to sit together with Him, made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If He has majesty, if He has excellency, if He has glory, if He has beauty, He has raised you up with Him, and now you will have glory, excellency, beauty, majesty, power, dominion over all principality, power. Say it's all for our sakes. You may be seated. Say, that was the naked Word. That was the Word of God. And say, that's powerful. That's powerful. And that's what I want to do here tonight. Open your understanding. I want to open my own understanding because if it ever gets opened, you're a tailor-made devil chaser. <laughs> no, baby, I don't need any water. But I thank you. She, she came to take care of me. So she gets my check and her check, Sister Price. <laughs> Please forgive me. We've got to laugh because there's a lot of crying. But don't forget who you are because I'm here to open up your understanding. Jesus Christ. How many of you wear his name? Yes. Say, I'm his. I'm his. I was buried with him in water baptism. Yes. And by that grace, say grace, grace. is a system. By which we are saved. Grace is the system of his death, burial, and resurrection. It's his instrument by which he extricates us from this world, brings us out of it. His death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension, his impartation, 
And let me tell you something, folks. His death, his burial, his resurrection. And when he, as an authentic man, had completely disarmed, completely dethroned, completely defeated the archfold of God and man, he burst forth, say triumphantly, from that age-old prison of death. Paul says that he spoiled. Say that. Say he spoiled. I'm doing all of this tonight because there's a cleansing that's taken place. Now if you can get your understanding open to who you are and to where you are, where you are, even tonight, what powers you have, it will amaze you what will happen in these next few days and in the meetings that will happen here tonight, tomorrow, and the next night and on, and on and on and on. It will not mean that you won't have battles. It will not mean that you'll never get sick. It will not mean that you will not have fierce, fierce trials and tests. It will mean that you're a winner. You're in a no-lose situation. Because of what He did. And because of His excellence in His glory, His power, His might, His supremacy, His dominion, His authority, you're going to see tonight that your mind is going to be open to the understanding that you've been raised up and you're a part of that with Him. Say, I believe that. Hallelujah. And Paul says that he spoiled principalities, powers, and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Colossians, for the sake of the tape, chapter 2, verse 15. This word spoiled means to strip the hide from an animal. means to completely disarm a defeated foe. That's who you're scared of. You're more scared of him than... Uh, he is more scared of you than you. Really, he's a scared of you, and you don't know that. You ought not to even be afraid of him. Say, the Lord spoiled him, stripped him, defeated him. Made a public spectacle out of him. Brought him to open shame. Crushed his headquarters. And you come here with a lot of problems on your hand that he's instigated. And instead of him pushing you around, you ought to turn on him. And I'm going to show you that. I'm going to show you that. Say, I'm a winner. It means to damage or to injure in such a way as to make, say, useless. I didn't hear you good enough. Say it again. When the Lord spoiled his principalities and stripped him and made an open show of him, he made him useless. Now, I know you don't believe that, but if you'll listen, you will. It destroyed. This is what Jesus did to him when Jesus died and was buried and rose again and ascended on high. How many of you believe that? Say, I believe that happened. Now, follow me. From that struggle, he emerged triumphantly with the keys of death and of hell. I am he that liveth, I was dead, but behold, I'm alive for tomorrow, for just a day or two, for a week or two. I'm alive how long? Say forevermore. Say an authentic man is on that throne tonight. Say he's walked this road with me. He's walked on this terra firma. He's walked on planet earth. Say he died, was buried, rose again and ascended on high. Say he's alive. Say he's got the keys of death and of hell. I don't care what comes against us. I don't care how many questions you can ask. I don't care how sick you are here tonight. I don't care how many die. He's still Lord of all. He's got the keys of death and of hell. You don't have any questions. He's got all the answers, but it's better to leave you with questions than it is to give you some answers. He arose to this earth, to the light and the day that you and I witness today. And, and in this world where you and I live, say up and up and up and up again from that grave, from that slab, from that that we just commemorated, He came up and He walked on this earth. He brought a bunch with Him from the nether parts of the earth. Yes, He did. They walked the streets of Jerusalem again. Yes, they did. He transferred paradise above. He carried them up there. He knocked on the gates of heaven and they said, Who is it? He said, It's the Lord of glory. I'm coming up here to take my throne. I'm coming up here to take my glory. I'm coming up here to take my majesty and power. Open up the gates. I'm coming through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He transferred paradise from the nether parts of the earth to the third heaven. 
He arose to this earth. He came through shouting to angels under the heads of all and over all until he took his seat at the right hand of the majesty on high. And in the realms of space, in the kingdoms of the universe, in the regions of light or darkness, in the epics of eternity, there are none. Say, there are none to rival him. There are none to contest him. There are none to equal him. There are none to compare with him. He is the unchallenged. He is the unconquered one. He is, he has no competitor. He is Lord of life and of death. Now get the picture. And there is no power that he does not have power over it. And say we owe all praise and honor and glory unto him. And every power that is named owes him tribute because his power is above all power and all principality. Oh, he is the one who conquered everything that will ever face you or attack you in the heavenlies. There is a throne that's higher than above every other throne. But heaven is filled with many thrones. Say there are many thrones and names and more or less Eminent names and his throne, say his throne, is above every other throne, far above all principality. Say his throne is above all principality. Now get it. I'm fixing to take you somewhere. Say his throne is above Michael's throne, is above all angels' thrones. There are many thrones. There are many thrones. But say his throne is above, is higher than every other throne, far above principality, far above power, far above might, far above dominion, and every name, say there's not a name in heaven or in earth that's named above his name, say his name is higher above all names. There's not a name you can name. There's not a sickness you can name. There's not a trouble you can name. There's not a situation you can name. There's not a circumstance you can name. Say His name. His throne is above them all. Christ who died on the cross, say the authentic human being. Who rose from the grave in human form. And say by many infallible proofs, He's alive. Say at least 500 at one time saw him. Say Mary Magdalene saw him. Nobody believed, not even his mother, that he was coming out on the third day because none of them were there. Did you hear me? And you don't believe all you say you believe tonight? Or we'd get a hold of this that we're talking about. Are you hearing me? That's the reason there will be very few looking for him when he comes. They get scared about the Middle East. It kind of gets this way or that way. And they forget it and go on their way. Let me tell you something, folks. What I'm talking about tonight is real. He's alive. He's on a throne that's above every other throne. His name is above every other name. I don't care what happens to none of us. I don't care if he blows us off of the face of the earth. God is God. He's Lord of Lords. He's King of Kings. His throne's above every other throne. His name's above every other name. He's exalted above all. Say so he's exalted. To share the glory that was with him and his father before the foundation of the world. Because his mediatorial prayer in John the 17th chapter he said, Glorify thou me with the glory, with the majesty, with the excellency, with the beauty that I had with thee before the foundation of the world. Now follow this. And he, he is filled with Almighty God's own fullness. Say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is Almighty God, the fullness of Almighty God. And so now he is without limitation or exception. Say, he's head over all things to the church, which is his body. In the fullness of him that filleth all in all. When Jesus Christ took his seat on the highest throne that there is in heaven, say he proved conclusively that Satan's devastation was complete. He was utterly undone. Hell was thrown into bankruptcy. Satan was not only stripped of his legal authority and dominion, but say he was defeated. He was stripped also, say, of his weapons. Say he was stripped of his weapons. 
All he has is accusations. Roaring line. He's on a tether. He can't do anything that God doesn't permit him to do. God crushed his headquarters. He got his heel. He got his heel hurt crushing his head. But I'm telling you folks, his, he's on the throne. And the devil doesn't like it. He's jealous of the Lord and he's jealous of you. He tried to dethrone the Lord. He's going to try to dethrone you. The only way he can dethrone the Lord is to dethrone you. If I can wake you up tonight as to who you are, we're going to give the devil one more blow in this meeting. He got jealous of God in heaven and tried to dethrone him. Did he do it? Did God throw him out of heaven? Did he throw a bunch out with him? And those fallen angels has power, and he has power, but say there is no principality, there is no power that's above his power. Now get this, when you yield and submit to that spirit, jealousy, malice, strife, that's what's the matter, folks. We've got to have a cleansing every time we come together. We've got to have the Holy Ghost to move. We've got to get jarred out of our minds, uprooted out of here. We've got to go out of that sin that does so easily beset us every day. We've got to keep ourselves out of touch with Him. We've got to get... There can be no common ground between us and the devil. The devil is out still to give God a lick. If he gets in your church and causes confusion, he's giving God a lick. Don't you open the door in your home to the devil. Don't you open the door in your church to the devil. Don't you let any divisiveness take over in that church. We're out to give the devil a lick. We're out to defeat his dirty works. It started in heaven. Now he wants to say, even Sister Mickey and I, I could open the door up to the devil and give God a horrible lick. Did you know that? And God is waiting for me to bring him what? Say majesty, glory, excellency, and beauty. Oh, and let the world know and let the devil know and let him be able to parade us before this world and say, there she is. She withstood that one over there and she withstood this one over here. She's got the true majesty. She's got the true glory, the true excellency, and the true beauty. Say, I'm not yielding to the devil. I'm not yielding to no spirit of jealousy. I'm going to pull down every stronghold. I'm going to get rid of every bit of bitterness. I don't want any of that competitiveness in me. I don't want to give the devil one little old ounce. I don't want to open the door to him. I want to help say, I want to help God. Throw him in the bottomless pit. Hallelujah. Put him on the run. Get him out of my life. Get him out of my home. Does anybody here see where I'm headed? Say you don't have any weapons. When Jesus ascended up on high, say we. Jesus' name, Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, born again, believers, they were raised up. Get it now? Is that what Colossians 2? Did I just read that to you? And God, who is rich in mercy, great in love, wherewith he loved us, when he dead in his hath quickened, say quickened. Say he was quickened in the spirit. Now He's quickened us in the Spirit. If that same Spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in your mortal bodies and you are one Spirit with Him. He said, I'm divine and you're the what? Without me you can do nothing. But with me you can do all things because I'm the source and you're attached to the source. That's just as plain as the nose on your face. Say, He's divine and we're the branches. That's powerful, folks. That's powerful. He said, now without, without being attached, you can't do anything. You're an open sepulcher to the devil. But if you're tacked in there, if you're, if you're baptized into that, say by one spirit, are we all baptized into one body? And he says here, you are one spirit with me. I have the same spirit, not the fullness of it that dwells in him. He was the son of God. He's going to bring many sons into glory. When he was raised up, he raised us up with him. Praise God. And now Ephesians 2, 4, and 6 said, He quickened us in the Spirit. He has sat down on the throne that's above what? Prince. Go on, say it. Prince. And what? Powers. And, and His name is above every other name that can be named in heaven and earth. And He has sat down there. And now He's raised us up together to sit together in what kind of places? Say with Him. That's powerful, folks. If you can get your mind open to that, that you're up there with Him above all principality, above all power, 
above all. Hallelujah. You're up there ruling and reigning with Him already if you will have it. So behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. Isn't that powerful? That's powerful. Say every Jesus name, Holy Ghost filled believer. Shares completely identifies with Jesus Christ from the cross to the throne. Say, we were crucified with Him, buried with Him. Come on with me. Raised with Him. And say, now we're enthroned with Him. Now we have that majesty. Now we have that glory. Now we have that power. Now we have that authority. Does anybody here believe that? When Sister Mickey is saying he is able, say yes and he's willing. And say now that I have him in me, say I'm able. I'm able. I'm a tailor-made devil chaser. Does that mean I won't never die? No. Does that mean that disease won't ever attack this body? No, it's appointed unto man once to die. But then the judgment. I'm going to tell you what it tells me. I can take authority in my home over my children, my situations. I can be a part of a church that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. I'm not cracking the door to the devil. I'm not letting any spirit get a hold of my spirit. I've been raised up together with him. I'm going to rule and reign with him. Now, we're not surprised that he is exalted and that he's enthroned in the heavens. What is difficult for us to comprehend is that we have been exalted with Him. But 1 Corinthians 6 and 17 says that He that is joined unto the Lord, say, is one spirit. Say, the Lord and I is one spirit. Say it until you believe it. 1 Corinthians 6 and 17. Say, the Lord and I is one spirit. Say, He's raised up to the highest throne. He's got a name that's above every name. He raised me up there with Him. He said, I sit together with Him in heavenly places. Hallelujah. He's given me that name to wear. He gave me His power. He gave me His Spirit. Say, I believe that. See, I do believe it. I'm not going to be cowering over in the corner or cringing like a little slave. Say, I'm a son of God positionally. Say, I'm a son of God. And it doth not yet appear what I shall be like, but I know that when He shall appear, I shall be like Him, for I shall see Him as He is. But say, even now, behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. I stripped Him. I whipped Him. I crushed His headquarters. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Hallelujah. And say, I've got authority. I'm going to lead you into the place in a minute. I'm going to lead you there, and you're going to stay with me, aren't you? We're not surprised that all things have been put under His feet. What you've got trouble with understanding here tonight, cringing over in the corner and cowering and letting the devil chase you around when you ought to turn on Him and say, I dare you to make another move toward me. I'm out of touch with Him. The prince of this world cometh and findeth nothing in me. Something knocked on my door today and I said, you're not getting in there. Prince of this world's knocking on your heart every day. Don't let him find anything in there. Say, have no common grounds with him. Don't have any common grounds with him. Get out of touch with him. Stay away from him. Say, go, leave. Don't let any of that spirit get a hold of you. Stay where you can be cleansed and that spirit can flow through us like it did in the beginning of this meeting. Are you hearing me? Say, let that spirit flow. So then when the devil comes knocking, you don't have nothing in me, devil. Be on your way. I'm only a vessel yielded to God. I talk in tongues. I dance in the Spirit. Do like Brother Mangan did the other night. I woke up and there he was on the other side of the bed just as old. And then I got up and got on the other side. And I got to Let her go. That's, that's warfare. That's a good one. Why don't somebody over here talk in tongues? Why don't somebody in here clap their hands? We'll do it again in a minute. Say, that's warfare. 
Say shouting. Clapping your hands. Say dancing. Say talking in tongues. Say singing. Singing with warfare. Talking in tongues. Say groaning. Oh. I don't care what people think. I was on the airplane the other day. I don't care what they were thinking. But it hit my soul. Oh. Oh. I was giving him a whipping. whipping here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. name everything we've been praying for Lord in Jesus name every request they brought to this meeting with them I claim victory for them in the name of Jesus I claim deliverance you've got to be delivered everybody in this room's got to be delivered before we can deliver I bring deliverance to my children my grandchildren I bring deliverance to Mickey's family and her her brothers and sisters and their children. I'll bring deliverance. You may be seated. You may be seated. We're going to go at it again. You wait and see if we don't. You know why this is happening? I don't have anything to do with it. Say there was a cleansing. And say there's hunger. Blessed are they that hunger. Say they shall be... Oh yes, stay hungry. Don't ever take this for granted. Say we've been cleansed. Now, let me tell you what's happening right now. You want to know what's happening? Say there's a deliverance. There's a deliverance going on in this room tonight. Listen to me just a minute. If you think this is strange, say, Jesus groaned in the Spirit at Lazarus' grave. Another occasion before he healed him, the Bible said he sighed. Say he sighed. Say he cried. And one place it said they roared out of Zion. Lamented and mourned and cried and wailed and hollered. And other times they shouted and walls fell. Say they shouted. That says everybody say hallelujah. hallelujah. They did it before the walls fell. Another time they danced before the Lord. Another time they went out just to singing and say they won the battle. Another time it said, you, Romans uh, 8 and 26, uh, we don't know what to even pray for, but say the Spirit. Say, I'm joined to His Spirit. If He groaned, I groaned. If He cried, Eli, Eli, I mean it, folks. Talking in tongues is a mighty weapon. Singing is a mighty weapon. Dancing is a mighty weapon. Clapping your hands is a mighty weapon. 
Does anybody way back there in the back believe me? I wish you'd shout hallelujah. Way back there, clap your hands. Way back there, way back there, all the way over here, way back there. Now, yes. Liberated women, that's what that is. Well, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. There was a cleansing here in the beginning. I'm going to say it again. I felt it. Now, follow me. There's a deliverance if you'll have it right here, right now. Now, hold it. Hold it just one more minute. And until you have that cleansing and that deliverance for yourself, you're not going to deliver your family. You're not going to deliver your church. You're not going to deliver your community. You've got to be cleansed and delivered yourself. Then you can deliver on a higher level. Say a higher level. Say my family, my community. And do you know that the nations are waiting for us? Say the nations. We're to be praying for the nations. He said he'd use us as a rod of iron to bring the nations. I'm, I'm telling you folks, if you'd hear me, if you'd hear me, and let that cleansing, and let the devil come and knock, knock on your door and say, you won't find nothing here. I'm not cracking the door for you. You won't find nothing here. I'm not giving you an inch of ground. I'll tell you like Nehemiah told Sanballat and Tobiah, you don't have a memorial here. This is not your land. Get out of here. You're mocking me and ridiculing me. Doesn't bother me a bit. This is my property. He said, this is our land. You don't have a deed to this land. This is the law. He bought me twice. I belong to him. Get out of here, devil. Out of my mind, out of my heart, out of my thoughts. Get out of here. Give him a lick. You're a tailor-made devil chaser. Hey, hold it just a minute. There used to be a man down there close to Houston that if anybody got up, led the singing or led the choir and did their finger like this, he was so ticklish that he couldn't even stand it. And sometimes he just had to get up and get out because he just couldn't stand that. He was so ticklish. Brother Fountain was his name. It'd be on the tape, Brother Fountain. I don't even know whether he's still alive or not, but his wife is. And honey, everybody didn't know it. He'd just have to get up and leave that finger just... That's all you do. Some of you have to do is turn around, follow me, and after you're cleansed and after you're delivered, and say the Word of God. Say, you've got a witness here, the Spirit, and say, then I've got a witness of His Word. And that's two mighty weapons. Folks, what more do you need to say? I've got the Holy Ghost. And I talk in tongues sometimes because an unknown tongue, the devil don't know what I'm saying. It's a mighty weapon. Say, it speaks mysteries. Say, it speaks mysteries. The Bible says it speaks mysteries. Say, it digs a well in my soul that nothing else does. And I'm praying in the Spirit and it's unknown to me. But let me tell you, say, it's a mighty weapon. Just like that singing while ago and Sister Bobby over there bringing us into that worship. And I felt it happening to me. And I came on here and that weeping started. And then I started getting clean. And my eyes were washing me. Then I started getting liberated. And I got delivered. You see? So there's a liberty that's happening here tonight. So you're going to have authority now, not only over yourself. Say, I took authority over myself. I went over here and told these girls, I said, let that out. Release it. Don't be afraid to raise your little hands. Don't go just half mass. Get them up there. Don't come here. Don't come here and do like I used to do when I was a young girl. Try to say it so proper and wouldn't even, wouldn't even testify for the first five years I was married. Wouldn't even testify because I was afraid I wouldn't say it just right. See, that's pride. That's got to be cast out. Don't worry, God did a good job of it. I got up one time, was going to make such a good speech, it got every word mixed up all out of place, called it everything it ought not to be called. Looked around at Brother Mangan, they had taken me an offering. Back in those days, they had to take the evangelist's wife an offering so they could get him out of town because taking him one didn't get him enough. So they had to take two and call on her to get one, and he made me get up there and thank him for it. And I said, well, when you permitted it to me. And I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't call it back, and I didn't know what to say. And I turned around to Brother Mangan to help me, and he just sat there, just looked like that. I knew that was going to happen to you. Is what is. I just knew that was going to happen to you. Because you've inherited your religion, little girl. You've inherited your religion. You've come here and patty cakes a little bit and wanted to look so cute and pretty. Wanted to say everything just right. Wanted to stand up there and be like a little wallflower. La, 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 la. God ain't got me in this business for that tonight. 
No, no. I'm a tailor-made devil chaser. get out of here. He better get out of here. Would you say so? If I was a devil, I'd get out of here. You may be seated. Brother Mangan said, you need to comprehend what you, who you are. He said, now let me just tell you what my mind's made up. That's why when I engaged myself to you, that I said, now, we'll try being engaged a while. And uh, uh, if the Lord don't want that, because my ministry is more to me than anything in this world. And he said, now, we'll try being engaged a while. And if the Lord don't want it that way, he can kill one of us. I said, now, hold it. <laughs> hold it just a minute. I said, now, if you don't want me, somebody else does. <laughs> That's right, Bobby. It was a business deal with me and Brother Man. I loved him with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and he loved me second. He loved his ministry and still does. He loves his ministry tonight better than anything in this world. I tried to tell him the other day, we were getting old, I'm 65 and you're 72, Gerald. Why don't we just have a little time together? And he said, well, there's a lot of work to be done for the Lord yet. I said, but you don't understand. And I said, don't come here with all that spiritual stuff because I don't want to hear it. I said, don't come here with all that spiritual stuff because I don't want to hear that. I want to be with you a while because uh, he said, well, we'll have all eternity together. I said, that's what I'm talking about. It won't be the same over there. He said, that's what you... He said, that's what I'm trying to get you to comprehend. He said, if you get one look at him, just one look, he said, I'll look like Ned in the first reader to you. He said, if, you'll just, if you would just understand now that I'm married to him and we're one spirit. He's been lifted up and I've been lifted up. Told me, he told me, 45, we'll soon have our 48th anniversary. He told me uh, after we got married. He went ahead and took me, thank God. <laughs> Get that settled. But he told me, he said, if you don't pray an hour every day and fast at least one day a week, he said, you've inherited your religion and you're not going to mount to that. He said, I've got my mind made up. I'm going to be a conqueror with him. You can match me or you can sit on the sideline and watch it. He told me that. He said, you can sit on the sideline and watch it because I intend to join forces with him and help him win this battle in this earth. Get that settled. But he told me, he said, if you don't pray an hour every day and fast at least one day a week, he said, you've inherited your religion, and you're not going to mount to that. He said, I've got my mind made up. I'm going to be a conqueror with him. You can match me, or you can sit on the sideline and watch it. He told me that. He said, you can sit on the sideline and watch it, because I intend to join forces with him and help him win this battle in this earth. What he told me. I made up my mind. I'd fast and I'd pray, but it just seemed like I'd pull my little accordion and I'd smile at everybody. And just saying, I try to be beautiful, you know, but I didn't have no majesty, and I didn't have no excellency, and I didn't have no glory. <laughs> I could sing pretty good, not too good. Folks, without God, we're pitiful. And you try to put this on... You can't put this on. When I prayed there at the women's pavilion in, uh, in uh, Alexander, and I told you about it uh, several years ago, and uh, uh, Jane Brody was the nutrition there, and all the doctors and nurses and the, and the elite people of the city, and I was to give the invocation. And then they had a little woman there to teach them how to do health, you know, aerobics, how to keep your body healthy. So when we were doing that and there were 500 people back there, I turned around while we were doing it and I said, I get to do this every Sunday night. You don't know who you are yet. 
You don't realize that He raised you up with Him and you're sitting together in heavenly places. My God, if we ever get our eyes opened. But He told me, He said, you're going to pray an hour a day or fast one day a week. And, and uh, you know, He'd come in and I was lonesome for Mom and Daddy. He'd come in finally just crying and I was really homesick and He thought I was really making... But let me tell you, five years later, can you believe I wouldn't even testify for the first five years because I couldn't get it all just right? And some of you are just that bound tonight. And you think you're going to liberate your family and take authority on another level. Until you get authority over this girl, you ain't going to get no authority over nobody else. You're not going to get no authority over nobody else. But when you get this under control and he comes a-knocking and he ain't got nothing to find in you and you're out of touch with him, no common grounds, and you can say, you see that corner? You get over there because this is my property. You don't have a flag here. You don't have a memorial here. You don't have a deed to this. This belongs to God and God's people. This but my home is God's home. Well, I woke up one night because I did like he told me to do. Because I knew he'd... I don't mean leave me, but I mean just I'd eat his dust. Because he was ch his chariot was moving and I had to move with him. So I got my chariot moving. And that night at 12 o'clock, old Brother Evans, the late Brother Evans, I woke up and a fountain had opened up in my soul. And I was weeping uncontrollably. And he woke up and said, my God, what's the matter with you? I said, Gerald, don't get scared. God's not calling me to preach. <laughs> I said, God's not calling me to preach, but I said, you'll never have to. You'll never have to worry about me no more. All you'll have to do is try to keep me quiet. Because I said, something's happened to me tonight. I, my understanding got opened. I see now that I inherited my religion, but now these wells and this rivers and all of this, you won't ever have to have, I won't have to be told. So nobody won't have to be kicking my shins and telling me to raise my little hands and say hallelujah and praise the Lord. No, I know who I am. the answer. Say, break out of yourself. Well, I heard where there in Houston, Brother Fawcett, they was trying to bring in a work there probably 75 years ago, and out under the trees or open down there, wherever it was, and they couldn't get a break, and, and uh, his sister was playing the piano, and a wasp got on her, and she got up and got away. <laughs> now, you can believe that or not, and it sounds funny, but do you know it broke everybody else out? And when they got broke out, a revival broke out. You say, that's, that can't be. Oh, yeah. Something needs to happen to you to break you out of yourself. Some of them's broke open here. Some of them's broke open, but a bunch of you is not broke open yet. It needs to happen to everybody in this room. You need to get raised up and lifted up. Does anybody else want to get a hold of this? Does anybody else want to get lifted up? You may be seated. She can keep on. And anybody else that just can't stand it. Because say he is head over all things to the church. He did it all for you and me. He didn't do none of it for himself. He did it all to bring me into majesty. He did it all. He already had it. He did it all to bring me into excellency and glory and power and might and dominion and strength. He did it all to make me beautiful. Born in sin and shaped in iniquity through his death, burial, and resurrection. Came down here raised us up there with Him and now we won't even take authority that we've got. Won't even take authority over this. Won't even take won't even be delivered here tonight with all of this deliverance going on. Say, there's a deliverance going on here tonight. This means that His headship over all things is assumed and held for the benefit of the church and is directed toward His purpose for the church. Say, for the church. Is this part of the church? 
the gates of hell can't prevail against us if we make up our mind. We have underestimated the importance of the church in God's economy. The church is the center and the motive of his all activity from all eternity. He does nothing for his own sake. The church is included as a full partner. Now say a full partner. I won't have time to go in what I intended to go into for, for you tonight. But your par- I, I want to. But your partnership... I do. I want to. I want you to get it. I want to get it in your heart and mind. But say, listen to me. Say that builds faith, and say with faith nothing shall be impossible. Faith is God's world, and when you connect with His faith, say in God's world there are no impossibilities. All limitation is on the part of the believer. The church is His body, the fullness of Him that fills all things everywhere. He is not full or complete without His church, which is His body. That's why He said, Abide in me and I in you. And you can ask what you will. So get full of Him. Because you can't do anything without Him. You can do all things with Him, except you abide in Him. Say, Abide in Him. He that dwelleth in the secret place. He that dwelleth. Don't go vacation with Him. Don't just go once in a while. Don't go Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Say, say, dwell with Him. Dwell with Him. Every day. Every day. So through the new birth, we're the next of kin. We are organically a part of Jesus Christ. And as a part of Him, say, when He conquered death and the forces of darkness and left them disarmed and paralyzed before He arose from the dead, we who have been born again are participants in His victory. I can tell you that I am victorious tonight, saying Him. I've been born again. I've been raised up. I'm seated together on high with Him. When He snatched the keys of hell and death from the devil and burst forth from the nether abyss of the earth, we were sharers in that triumph. I feel that. That's what you feel. That's why she got up. That's why Brother Mangan got out of bed the other night and was dancing on the other side and I got up and danced with him. Oh, that's that's way to do it, folks. Get with it. Don't sit there if others are clapping their hands. You clap with them. It's orchestrated from heaven. If they're shouting, you shout with them. Say, everybody. Say, in unison. Listen to me. Say, in Saul sent messengers to take David and when they saw the company of the prophets say prophesying and Samuel standing as appointed over them the Spirit of God came on those messengers of Saul that he sent to get David so he sent another group of them and they heard everybody singing together clapping their hands together praying together talking in tongues together and they got in there and got to talking in tongues and a praying and a singing did you hear me? and say he sent them three times he sent them three times and say they were doing it in unison. Say everybody was together. He sent, he sent messengers three times to get David. They never could get him because there was such a spirit of prophecy and praise in that place and everybody was to do it. Say, in, say, together. say together. Say together. And praise God tonight, it's together. We're clapping our hands together. We're singing together. We're talking in tongues together. I hope you do understand that, folks, because there's power in unity. And the reason there's something here tonight is because everybody's pulling together. Everybody is reaching together. Say, so we're singing together. And so when he ascended up on high, say, he took his seat in the heavenlies. He took his seat in the heavenlies. And say, he, he brought us up there with him. Does anybody here believe that? And because Satan and all the host of hell are beneath his feet, say, they're beneath our feet. Oh, yes, they are. When he defeated Satan, it was our victory. He did not conquer Satan for himself. He did it all for you and me. He became flesh and blood so that he could enter the conflict and overcome Satan, and he did it. He's a, he, is, he is a defeated foe. He cannot do anything that you won't give him any inch of ground to do. Say, turn and fight him. Say, reluctantly. Say, angrily. Say, stubbornly. Contesting every inch of ground. But he will go. Say, but he will go. Say, in Jesus' name, he will go. 
said, we've got power and authority over him. Say, he will go. Now, am I right in saying we're tailor-made devil chasers? Because we're Satan's master. Well, I'm his master. I've got authority over him. Jesus Christ gave me authority over him. To tread on him. To walk on him. To put him under my foot. To rebuke him. Are you hearing me? So I'm his master. He can lord it over me no more. His dominion over us ended at Calvary. Say, it is finished. Brother Urshan was preaching on Easter Sunday. Lolly Smith, an old timer out of our church, lying in the nursing home. Went to see her last Thursday. Uh, what is today? Yeah, this past Thursday I went to see her. Try to make the old folks homes. Folks do that. They're waiting for you. They're looking for you. And I went by there and she said, Oh, Sister Mangan said, I had a stroke and I was paralyzed. I couldn't even talk. I couldn't move my tongue. And, and I was lying there. I didn't know wh- whether they could even feed me, whether Kenneth and Beverly and them would have time to come and feed me. Couldn't even swallow. Said when Brother Urson was preaching and he just said that and he's probably said it a thousand times. He said, It is finished. When Jesus said it is finished, she said that hit me in the top of my head. I said, it's finished. I've been raised up with him. I've got the power. She said, that loosened me. My tongue got to going. My jaws got to going. I got to shaking there in that old nursing home. I wish somebody would say, it's finished. And say, it's because it's finished, I can have anything. You may be seated. Instead of the devil having power over us, now say, we've got power over him. We've been given authority over him. This is the meaning that we've been raised up and say, enthroned with him. Now, Paul said to those Ephesians 1.18, even after we know who we are, when we're under satanic pressure, we soon forget. After you hear all of this tonight, after this great meeting, after this, these next few days, you'll go home and say, I can take him on, I can whip him, and then depression hits you. Oppression comes, and you forget all you've heard tonight. That's when you've got to turn and hang in there and say, fight. Say, fight to the finish. Fight him on the beaches. Fight him in the streets. Say, we'll give our guts and we'll give our blood. That's what Churchill said. But he said, we're not going to turn around and go back. We're not going to recant. Hallelujah! Satan knows what Jesus did to him at Calvary and through the resurrection. He knows that those in Christ, say in Christ, have been raised up with him and that we are his masters, but still he cares on guerrilla warfare with us. But we must gain our place with Christ on the throne after the marriage supper of the Lamb. That will be a reality. But say now, dispensationally, spiritually, we're raised up with Him. We're God's representative in this earth. Say, I see that. I believe that. But we forget so easily that we have passed from Satan's authority. We allow him to threaten us and push us around and walk all over us. We forget that we are actually raised up with the Lord. And Satan wants you to forget that you are a risen and exalted person, say, with Jesus Christ. That you are now united with him on the throne. All of your enemies can be under your feet. Say, I'm going to get a hold of that tonight. All of my enemies, I'm going to get under my feet. Say, if I have to groan... If I have to fast, if I have to pray, if I have to clap my hands and weep and cry and moan and groan and shout and prophesy in unison, say, I'm going to get him under my feet. And if you're held in bondage by demons of fear and sickness and disease or limitation of any kind, it's only because of your ignorance, because you've been raised up with him. Say, I feel it. I see it. And my identity with him tonight, I'm going to tell you, we have gathered here for one of the most awesome, great responsibilities of all times. And God is equipping us in this hour. This woman right here, I want her to stand. Just stand up. I haven't seen you stand yet. Put the other hand up. I want you liberated. Close your eyes. Shout hallelujah. Say, God, I will take authority right now, even over anything that's holding me back. Somebody over here that hasn't stood up yet. Come back over here that hasn't stood up. Don't stop. I've been raised up with him. Nikki.
HGR, Holy Ghost Radio, proclaiming the true, unadulterated gospel message for over 10 years. www.holyghostradio.com We are Acts 238, Salvation Message Compliant. Are you? There's something wrong with a spirit that can get in somebody and make them talk in tongues and then still say Jesus' name is of the devil. Holiness is wrong. It's Phariseeism. There's something wrong with a spirit that denies that Jesus is the almighty God. For the Bible says there's no spirit. There's no spirit that can say Jesus Christ is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost does not say that Jesus Christ is the the second person in the Trinity. But they're being blessed. Brother Duke, you're having miracles. Brother Duke, you're having this. They must have part truth. I'm willing to present to you that part truth is no truth. If I tell you a half lie, it's all lie. If I tell you a story that's half truth, I still lied to you. We need to get something in our soul that there's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one baptism. There's one gospel. There is no other. There's one God. There's one truth. There's there's one message, and God help us all to see the sin that cometh in the name of the Lord.